everybody, Jim here, and I'm not here with Luke Hollywood. Where is Luke Hollywood? I'm going to roll the dice. I think he is asleep. That's what the dice say. I think he either passed out from being so tired or maybe drunk or column A, column B. But because of that, and we were going to do a hot off the presses episode with Diamond in the Rough. I think we'll still end up doing that sometime this week. And then we'll just put that up. That's kind of a bonus deal uh, because what I'm going to put up right now here is the Promised Neverland Chapter 1 that we did 14 weeks ago. You can get to listen to that. In the meantime, I ended up doing a One Punch Man Chapters 1 and 2 bonus episode that I put on the Patreon. But before we get into the Promised Neverland, remember all the important things. Go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Then you can yell at Luke for sleeping, right? How dare he sleep? I mean, you're not supposed to be doing that. How dare he? Uh, also, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga, where you can get 14 episodes in advance, including that bonus one that I just said, One Punch Man Chapters 1 and 2, and also get our Patreon Picks of the Week podcast that comes out every Tuesday with three chapters from that week picked out of all of the chapters we end up doing on our regular weekly review show that then comes out Wednesday. So you can do all of that. But like I said, this is kind of like a a dip your toe bonus deal because we were going to do the diamond in the rough. But again, right before we go into this, we'll probably end up doing that sometime this week. And then we'll put that out as well. So you'll kind of get, you know, a twofer, a twofer in the September. So please enjoy this episode. If you do enjoy it, be great if you go over and rate and review this, especially on iTunes, but wherever you can rate and review. But without any more of me yakety yakking, let's go and listen to The Promised Neverland, Chapter 1. Welcome to Manga Monday here on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. I'm here with my man Luke Hollywood. Yo. Luke Hollywood here. And we are going into a, you know, regular deal now where Mm. we don't have any hot off the presses. We're going back to the list, the grand list that I will tell everybody right now. The list is getting low. Uh, So if you are involved in wanting to get some Things, you know, requests and things like that. Uh, we are getting towards like what? I sold the list. You showed me what is it like five or six the last that five. we have right now. So yeah, we're last, open last for suggestions. Five. And and just as a shout out, that includes the Detective Conan from yes. Colton as well. So I it's want him to know that that's on there. So oh, yeah. he doesn't like just boy, I, get worried. I, I requested <laughs> things, you jerks. Uh, but oh. yeah, that's in there as well. Uh, and also. Maybe it's only four because I'm still not sure oh. if Mark is off of his probation period. Oh, yeah. I know Mark's got two. So, Does uh, he? I think yeah, he's getting too big for his britches. I know that oh. one of them is Full Metal Alchemist. I did <laughs> see that. I didn't see that he had another oh. one. Oh. Uh, but Full Metal Alchemist is That's good, cool. right? That's mm. pretty good. Uh, but yeah, we're here to talk Promise Neverland, oh. uh, a, a book that ended up scaring the crap out of me by the end. <laughs> and, and really, the idea of this, I, I will give you my nutshell deal even before we go into the mm. info here. Uh, this is Annie meets Animal Farm, but Whoa. in a human twist. And it is more than a hard knock life here. This is a tough, <laughs> tough deal going on. Oh. And it, it is pretty good. And you, I thought you it was ended just up chicken saying, run. Maybe that Maybe. too, if you're, you know, 
not as fancy as I am. Oh, okay. if, if oh, you want to get non fancy and don't go, you're like a George Orwell <laughs> type thing. You go that. I'll let you go. Chicken run. But uh, what is it? And give me the info. Mm, this is the promised Neverland. I picked by multiple parties. It seems we were having discussions about I, I this. I thought it was East Coast, West Coast rap. I didn't know what was going, going on. on. Oh my it really was crazy. <laughs> so Jason C. Uh, Monty and maybe even Clay. So everybody wanted uh, the promise. Well, Neverland, here's the apparently. thing: it, it started a bit of an argument. I thought mm. somebody was going to get sliced. I was getting worried. But with that, though, doesn't that show you how popular it is? Yes. I mean, really, everybody's taking credit for this. There you go. And thankfully, I, I know that me and you both like that. That's mm. a spoiler. So it's not one of those where they're going to have to fight more about, <laughs> "Hey, it wasn't me." <laughs> I don't I mean, that. HSC, like civil war. Yeah, we don't on. need that. This is oh. a high school family. Oh, uh, this isn't anything. <laughs> Though it ends up because of how much I like it, it gets dark. Oh yeah, at the end and real Oof. dark. And the thing that got me is that I heard some people talking. You know, I, I watch what's oh. going on in the manga Slack ear chat and things like that. I, do. I have the ear to the post. And with going on, there had to have been something in the last month or so that really, really was like, holy moly. Like, it really oh, yeah. hit. I saw everybody saying it was dark. So I read this, and I'm going through it. I'm like, what else could get darker <laughs> than this? Holy moly, what, what happened? Oh. Uh, but you keep going. Yes, it was written by, oh, here we go, Tayu Shirai, and art by Pozuka Demiuzu. There you go, rolls off the top. First published in Weekly Short and Jump uh, in August 2016 until June 2020 for a total of 20 volumes, 18 released in the West so far by Viz Media. You're reading from Volume 1 from Viz Media, I'm reading from the app. Uh, I got Volume 17. All the way over there in the read stack. I'm pointing at it right now, but you can't see it. Uh, but it also won the 63rd Shoga Kukan Manga Award back in 2018. So another award winner. This, uh, I can here. see why. Oh, yeah. I can see why. Yeah. Uh, as of today, and this is hot off the press's news, Jim, I might add. Because uh, this just dropped with the latest Shonen Jump issue that just came out today. But 32 million copies uh, distributed worldwide as of April. 2021. Oh my goodness. Uh, so that is a lot of, and I, so that's worldwide. So that's not just Japan. That's here. Breaking news. Breaking oh my news. goodness. Yeah. A little late on the breaking news sound. <laughs> it was taking a while to load up, but that, that's what's crazy. And I said mm. to you before we started recording, we say it a lot. The idea where even I got in some fights with some people and more oh. not fights, but more like all of a sudden they kind of saw that I was getting more and more into manga. <laughs> And oh, like all of a sudden, oh. when they're expecting to see tweets even about, say, the latest Batman oh. or Spider-Man, they were seeing me gush about, you know, Sakeme-san <laughs> or, or the idea of now even like a blue box. And, and oh. then, that, oh, man, I don't like that. I don't like reading the backwards. I'm like, well, is it backwards for, you know, if you're oh. into whatever. But also, <laughs> yeah, it's going on and like, it's a fad. It's something like that. And I, I oh. keep, like you, you don't understand. You don't understand how much these things sell if mm. batman and spider-man got close to it they'd be freaking through the roof and then everybody would love it and that's what gets me is the idea and what i said to you before mm. was that a lot of the thing that i love about manga is you get these stories and that you'll never get in any mm. western comics if, if you're going to get even close it would be a creator-owned deal or a, you know an independent an thing book. but not even yeah. that because what I think goes on in the West, and I'm meaning more of the United States because I'm a jerk, right? And that's how I am. Oh. But no, the, the idea of you go with a pitch about a story, and a lot of times when you think about it, it's like, ooh, that's not commercial. You know, that that's not viable. That's not right. going to sell. And then you hear these numbers, and mm. that's so different. You know, it's so wrong what, mm. what people think. And I, I wish that this would be where you do see the big two trying to get the lightning in a bottle. Some of these things are, oh, well, I'm going to do it like an anthology book. That, that's not going far enough, mm. right? Because just because Shonen Jump is a anthology-type deal, each that doesn't mean that that's what makes it great. Right. And I think that the big two, they, they really have to kind of break some barriers and get some stories that are like this and just let them happen because they're huge sellers. Like yeah. Even the ones that we think are, eh, that probably doesn't sell that well. 
It outsells everything. Here. Like, Marshall is doing numbers in Japan, and that's something that both of us weren't too yeah, crazy we weren't on. Yeah, too great on. And that's the, just the like knockoff Harry Potter. So if you did knockoff Harry Potter the comic... It's it, like knockoff Harry sell. Potter while he's in jail pumping iron in the yard. Yeah. That's what I think of it as. That would but, last, like, three issues, and then... They get the boot, like you know. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, that's true though too, because it is the people reading it as well. Yeah. They have their barriers as well. Uh, but yeah, the the idea of Mashal and things like that. Th- there's going to be a little announcement later oh. that that will kind of tie into the idea. Uh, and I'm glad you brought that up. Like we oh. didn't like that first chapter of Mashal, mm-hmm. but what's to say we wouldn't like it later, <laughs> Luke? And, and how would people know that? How would they ever know that we might like things later? But we'll leave that for the end. Uh, But keep going. Yes, well, we also have uh, animes. We have two anime seasons here, one in 2019, one in 2021. So just wrapped up recently. Now, here's the deal. This is what you might have heard. Is it from the anime? Is that where it got weird? Uh, uh, Weird is putting it lightly. Okay, because now that you, when you started saying the anime, I'm like, oh, I think that when I saw somebody start the conversation, it was like, hey, I just watched the latest episode. (laughs) So is that what it was? I don't even know if anybody's even watched the season two because it's gone off the rails, something serious. So the first season was very well received, very highly regarded. Everybody loved it. Uh, and then I've never seen like such a like you have the perfect premise, you have it all set up, uh, only to succeed, and then somehow they just go off the rails completely uh, with uh, anime that was rushed and poor paced. Uh, apparently, that's why everybody was saying did that they it were stop st- following the book as, as it, much. What or? it did was it like skipped entire arcs and uh, like like redid characters. Redid whole plot lines just to rush it pretty much to wrap up pretty much uh, like a dozen arcs in a single season. And so uh, when they said it was, it was more that it was terrible. Is that what? Because yeah. I'm telling you, people were like, "Oh my god, did you see it? I can't believe it!" And, oh man, you're gonna. I thought something really dark. It was more like the, the, the horror show. Yeah. Like, I watched it what car it became. Crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was, that stinks. A mess. Uh, so are they going to come back with another I season to try to write the ship? Because the thing uh, is, I think in one of the last episodes, there wasn't even like writer's credits. Like nobody wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wanted to put their names. Yeah, no, seriously, to it. that's oh, what it was like. Crazy. You know? Yeah. So oh, I don't. I, I, they might have just washed their hands with it, you know. Which is a bummer because, like, uh, we see thirty-two. Obviously, thirty-two million copies sold. There's a lot of fans, you know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I mean, don't I don't know why or what, and these mm. things happen or whatnot. But anything else? Any stage plays? Yeah, any well, rock no, concerts? No stage plays. But I thought it was interesting. We did get a live action. It would be movie. Annie. You'd have oh oh yeah yeah. You, you see? did send that to me. Yeah, and that is kind of like the stage plays on the TVs. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's called a movie. The but, big yeah. screen. <laughs> Somebody goes to Broadway. Man, this is like a Broadway show, but it's on the stage, but not on the TV. Wow. Like, no, no, no. It's, it's a Broadway Amazing. show, and that's a movie. And uh, it also has the spinoffs, light novels, video games. Just, just it seems like phone games. No, uh, no big RPGs. I was going to say, that would be a weird, weird game. Well, like, it would be like an escape game, I suppose. Maybe. I mean, I that guess, but you, it could be, but I don't know. You, you want to play a game that you're escaping from this nonsense with the kids <laughs> and stuff? I mean, you want them to escape, obviously. Oh, yeah. But I, it might be a little too dark, um, which Maybe. is the concept of this. Mm. And I think that the best thing that it does is it, it sets you up. And it sets you up to just punch you in the gut. Oh, absolutely. And, and especially because it, it's not going to pull back on being graphic. I mm. mean, there is a little girl who we see dead mm. and, and then packaged to go off and get eaten. And it really shocked me the way it was. Um, but the idea of this, though, at the end, it's not as much horror in my mind. It's more of I am so pissed off. I want to go and help those kids escape mm. and they better escape. Like, it's not like, Oh my God, I'm so scared and I can't look. This is like, now I'm pissed and they better, they better live. And like, you're really rooting kids. for them. Like, the, yeah, this is that's a the lot big like thing. The, the thing we had with, you remember in the Loose of Samurai? And yeah, it had that, yeah. like that big shock page. That big shocker. Wow, yeah. That like threw us for a loop. Yeah, that but threw we, us up. But that this was so early on in the chapter that we didn't really have any connections. Whereas by the time this twist hits, 
we are so we we are so sympathetic towards Emma and Ray and Norman and yep. poor little Maybe Connie. not Ray so much, right? Oh, Ray, he's a little like, moody. At Ooh. this point, Ray is not winning any uh, sort of awards here. But oh. you know what? That makes him a gem. There you go. I, I actually consider him for in a weird way. Emma obviously would be the gem, gem. of the whole deal, but she's she's like the given gem. Oh, yeah. You know, she's there. She, but I think that Ray to me is the gem because you, you're going to need somebody who is kind of a, a punk who oh. who doesn't think the way the others do doesn't and play isn't by the really rules. that excited. Yeah, Ooh. you need him. You need Ray. You need the darkness of it. Oh yeah, and. So the thing is, though, it's, it, it's a shock. And also the other thing is, it's a shock what you see, but is it a surprise? Oh. Because I don't think it is. Because the minute that you end up having something pointed out in this book, you know something is wrong. There's breadcrumbs throughout the chapter, yeah. right? And you know what the weirdest thing is? You, you go into this, and mm. I'm reading it in, in the volume, but you have the setup, mm. and you have some, you know, the color page, all these things going on with it to set up this deal of, hey, we're orphans. We have this lady. She's not a real mom, but we call her mom. She's so great. And we're a family. Oh, and by the way, we have numbers <laughs> tattooed on our neck. That right there, I'm like, okay, something's wrong. That's this is a orphanage, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and the funny thing is, is you have like a really good spread page. Oh, uh, at beautiful. the beginning with the chapter page. Mm. And look at it right now. I mean, I see Emma's number, right? Yeah. And I see Norman's number. Why didn't I see those the first time I went through? Oh. Because I didn't. It's one of those things. It's almost like an optical illusion. Like mm. I sit there and look at a bunch of dots and things. Next thing I go, I see a rocket ship. <laughs> and it was like, what? oh, my God, because it just I'm just kind of getting into it, seeing things, looking at the little kids. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, you end up seeing a little girl that will be dead soon right there <gasps> oh, with, with no. her rabbit. Rabbit bear, I was going to call it. You know, funny. I was not going to call it a rabbit bear, uh, <laughs> but it's a stuffed animal, stuff like that. Adorable. And you go in where they wake up, and you get the whole idea of what this place is in the point of view of kids who think it's the greatest place ever, mm. uh, and that if you get lucky, I guess, or whatever, you get adopted, you get taken away, and that always happens before your 12th birthday. Now, mm. the big setup here is is that Emma, Norman, and Ray, they are 11. Their time is uh -oh. coming up, and they never really say anything. Like, it was a weird deal of, well, if you, what happens if you, because they still think it's adoption, mm. right? And, and so, what happens if you, like me, Nobody would have wanted me. I'm, I'm 11. I'm just, well, what happens? Do I get set free? Yeah, we don't see any older kids. No, you know? and you're not told what would happen. Like, this isn't the idea where if you are, unfortunately, in like a foster home mm. situation, foster care deal, where you're waiting to get adopted, you know all those stories end up being, well, I'm nine, and I've been told that once you hit 10, nobody adopts you because you're older and they want young kids and things like that. Mm. There's never a mention of what happens if you don't get adopted, mainly because there's no adoption going on, <laughs> and they're always taken away. Oh, and no. I think that that was like one of those things that I was wondering, like, well, why aren't they talking about that? Like, they couldn't possibly kill them when they mm. get to 12, right? Do so they send them, oh, you got to work in a factory, you got to go up. But it's smart the way that it's played out because that never happens mm. because they're not going to be adopted. But you end up well, having... as you were saying, it's not like at the start, it's very, uh, you know, it's very nice, very idyllic life here. You know, I, I want to live there. It's great. That. I mean, especially like somebody like my wife. Where oh. she was an only child. Like, mm. if I showed her this beginning, I guarantee you she would say, besides being a fossum, though she didn't really like her parents, so maybe that would even be a plus. <laughs> but the idea of that's what she always dreamed of. A huge family. I mean, the this family, is everybody. Yeah. And nobody is upset. Yeah, oh, they happy. look a little drowsy waking up. And I'm telling you, you have two kids, well, three kids in this first deal. Mm. The one that's just running down the middle of the bed is like, yeah, <laughs> I love him. I love the girls yawning. And then I love the guy at the far end who's just like stretching like he's ready to, you know, start boxing <laughs> somebody. But everybody's excited. Mm. They're happy. They've been living there all this time. You end up having Emma, our main girl, like, hey, I've been living here 10 years. This is my family. Even if it isn't, it is. All these things mm. going on as she's helping the little kids get dressed. I mean, you can't start 
with more of a smile on your face of seeing these cute little kids. I will say it right now, too. The art in this is incredible. It is really, really good. And it's good in the way that you really get the expressions well. It's very detailed. It's it's really good. Mm. And yeah, that you know, they're they're running after each other. The little kids are having pillow fights. You end up having Emma's like, "Hey, come on, everybody, we gotta get together." All the little kids are leaning on her to help. She's like the big sister, big sister. to everybody, yeah. and it plays out great. You know why they need to do this, and why it's so great mm. is that at the end, you know that Emma's not going to leave. Without saving these kids You know, you can't just leave them behind I think Ray would That's why he's a gem (laughs) He'd leave them in a second Even Uh, Norman, you know Oh yeah, well that's the thing You set this up because our main characters Emma, Norman, and Ray You do see that they are The smartest But you get that little deal that Emma She might try, but she's more The athletic type Mm. She's also very, very emotional the biggest yeah, the heart. yeah, Norman, he's like the thinker. Ray is the, the plotting and scheming Ooh. and dark guy, but he's still very smart. And he, st- he analyzes things. Oh, Norman yeah. kind of is the smart guy who does things. Emma just is there to make sure everybody's happy, go through the deal and, and, and do her thing. Hopefully, by the end of the day, she gets praised and things. She seems to be very big on that <laughs> as well. Um, but you're, you're going through this and everything seems on the up and up. You, you think, okay, well, this, here we go. We have Annie. They're going to start singing It's a Hard Knock Life. They're going to be scrubbing the floors, things oh, yeah. like that. So what is the deal? I mean, once you get pointed out that they have these number tattoos on their neck, mm. you start to wonder, like, what is this really? I mean, we even get introduced to mom, you know, the lady who's running this orphanage. And she seems very nice, mm. which then makes her even like that's the best thing. It makes it more evil oh, yeah. by the end. You it's know what sinister. I mean? Like, yeah, if this was this lady, like, eh, you brats get to work, <laughs> you doing this, and they're making like little, you know, macrame things that she's going to sell and not give them money, <laughs> something like that, then you're like, okay, I get it. Mm. But it is the dupe. It is the dupe. And, and in my mind, what you're left to think by the end is like, why haven't they gotten rid of Emma? Norman and Ray mm. and there is a bit of a kind of a side note that they're oh. like the caviar oh, yeah. of this place they're going to be the deal going on and forward because but you're introduced to everybody you're introduced to you know Norman Ray Ray makes fun of the way that you have Emma talk so you get <laughs> like you know that's him he's a gem I said but uh yeah and they're all just getting things ready they're going but there's some bad things in this. Like at one point, Emma's chasing the one little kid. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so inappropriate oh, by oh the no. end. Oh, my God. That but, yeah. aged poorly. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, it, it did. <laughs> um, but even that, you end up having Ray and Norman, kind of, well, Ray more, make fun of Emma, all these things. And mm. she goes crying to mom and mom <laughs> ends up hugging her. And you're like, man, like at this point, you are thinking because. It's weird. Like, and, and, and manga, I can see a manga of just this stuff mm. for 30 volumes. This just is nice life through and yeah, through. the this life is, of the yeah. orphanage, and they're oh, going to yeah. try, and maybe they'll fall in love, and they'll do this. Oh, and, yes. uh, so you're not waiting expe- until I see those tattoos. And, that's and they, the first warning sign, right? That's yeah, when the alarm bells start ringing. Yeah, and you're like, okay, what's going on? And that's where you end up, everybody's going. Now, again, they're in plain sight this whole time, and I did not recognize mm. them. I might be blind or dumb, but I just didn't even think. And I'm going through, yeah, mom's nice. They're all making the, the breakfast. They're <laughs> eating. Everything looks great. And then they start going down. You know, this was our ordinary life. Again, though. It's going with the idea of somebody who would be in an orphanage. Yeah, mm. it's different from what we have. And it might not be the best life without parents and things like that, but it was their ordinary life. And then you get the rundown of what the ordinary life is. And then it starts to get slightly darker because mm. you say, because it's a, a countdown of what they have there. Yep. And it starts off like normal. You have a warm bed. That's nice. Delicious food. Yummy. Uh, and we see some <laughs> some guys not very good at putting the food in his mouth. Oh no! no what's uh, he doing? <laughs> it's probably like a, a, another cream puff. Oh, cream, cream puffs, puffs yeah, uh, all over uh. the place. Oh, and then it starts getting a little all white uniform. That's a bit odd. Our ID number on our neck. 
and we see a lot of different no they all seem to end with one nine four, so there's something going on there with the main three. And then it gets really creepy for the next double page spread. Uh, and it is the daily chest. And like look at the faces. Like that is that's what spooks. There's me. not one face that isn't petrified yeah. or, you know, nervous. And, and even like the dark shade and it's very eerie. You oh know? my god. And what I thought, like right away, you're like, okay, things are dark. If they like at this point, I just thought if they don't pass this test, they're just kicked out. Like, mm. you know, something that you would think is awful. Or, or maybe they get put in the hole. Uh-oh. Or they end up being, they don't get dinner yeah. for three days. Oh, like, no. all these things that I'm thinking of, it really does go back to, like, Annie and <laughs> those sort of things. But it, it's done in such a way that anything at this point, besides saying, well, they killed them. I, I, but hmm. besides that, I couldn't possibly... <laughs> understand how bad this is going to get whether it is involved with the test or not whatever but the idea of you know what's going on with these tests and what would be the punishment if you didn't do well because we don't necessarily think that we see a punishment you just have these kids going through these and then it's funny because i have five kids i say it a lot and uh they went they have standardized testings Mm. all the time that you end up pretty much let's shut down any learning right now we have to do these testings because of the funding for the schools. If if the, the standardized test scores are low, you don't get as much funding, all that. I right. thought that's what it was. I thought that this was one of those, well, the orphanage, they have to prove that they're teaching the kids. And this would be something that actually would benefit them, mm. though they look petrified. Everyone, bul- bulging eyes. <laughs> And and then also bothered me because it looks like the thing that they're using to give the answers look like little like electric razors. Yeah. I it, it kind of worried me. And oh. it, they're even like scanning codes and things and how they're doing it. And it, it ends up where it, it's done well that you go through these tests and they are almost. I mean, really, it's IQ test is what mm. it looks like because of the idea of what's the next letter in a series. It's pretty what's complex, right? The deal, yeah, and. Uh, so why are they doing this every day? Oh, because that's the daily test, and that's what kind of got me a little like, ooh, this is a little creepy. Mm. But you do see that our Emma, Ray, and Norman, our main, you know, Emma's smiling, Ray, he, he's pissed, <laughs> and Norman's just kind of there. He kind of Norman looks like a guy who just like walks through life and like he's smart, but he's like, eh, whatever. No, Ray to me is like, he doesn't say whatever. He says, I'm out. I Yo, don't want any parts of this. You rebel. guys are sheep. You know, he is. He's the rebel. Emma, though, just big smile. Yeah. She looks so cute. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they end up giving the scores. And you go from there because, yeah, you end up having our three main characters. They all got perfect scores. Wow. They, they got 300. So they're all excited. And we do see uh, the little kids not doing so well. And especially, I uh, this is what's devastating. Because we do see the little girl with her bunny rabbit, Connie. And uh, she says she didn't get most of the answers, like always. And knowing what we know now about what these tests do, I, oh. It actually makes me want to cry. I know. It's <laughs> it really does. Because here, when, when she says later, and you kind of get that idea, it's it's that she is slow. Yeah. She says, I mean, she's cute as a button, but she's just not that smart. Well, she's the nicest girl around. You yeah. Know? I'm jealous. I didn't get most of it. Like always. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to laugh because it gets real dark. I'm like, no, no, don't laugh. Oh, you, you're, you're the bottom level of, of the food chain. Here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you see, you know, our, uh, Emma, she's all excited. Mm-hmm. She ends up and, and this, this teacher mom, what I, I just want to slap her right now. I want to reach <laughs> in and strangle her. Because that's like the thing that Emma likes the most. When I get praise from mom, it's the best. I mm. mean, it's so great. And then when we're done the test, we're allowed to go and play. And yeah, they go off to play tag. And it's funny too, because when you go and play this, it's one of those things that even while I was in this, because then you get the next breadcrumb, like mm. you said about the breadcrumbs is, yeah, we, we're not allowed outside. We were told that you can't go through the gates. Because if you go out in the outside world, you'll be done. It's evil. Something's going to get you, you know, scaring kids. The Mm. problem is, is I think that for the most part, not many of these kids in this orphanage get to be 11. You usually get rid of them before because an 11-year-old going to 12 is not going to be some kid who's going to be like a four-year-old that thinks there's monsters outside the gate. They're, yeah. they're going to be curious. And that's when they and want think, to like leave the nest as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, explore. yeah. You want to just go and, and also 
Emma's been there for 10 years. I want to mm. see what's outside. I want to do this. And I think that that's done well of the idea that there probably isn't that many kids who last that long. There's only a couple special ones mm. that they let hang around. But also, again, the special ones to get to that level seem to have to be the smartest ones. So they're going to even think, you yeah, know, oh, my God, what's going on? Have Ray pissed off? He wants to, like, they all want to go out. But they don't because they were told this. But that is the next deal. Mm. You can't go to the forest and you can't go outside the main gate to the outside world. And this would be something that, again, over the years, you start thinking, why is that? What's going on now? Luckily, I guess for the bad guys and gals here, uh, there's not really a lot going on that these kids would really see that. Oh, I was lied to about that. Once Mm. that happens and it does here. By the end, that's when all bets are off. Then you're not going to be able to believe anything that is well, going on. Well, that's all in your behind closed life. doors. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, like, even that, like, these kids, Emma's been there 10 years. She's been there since she's one. She doesn't know anything else. Mm. She has no idea what anything that she knows is what she's been told. And, you know, you're going now with that. Why also I think Ray is a gem. Oh. He, he's reading stuff a lot. Oh, now, yeah. you would think that the reading, would be stuff that's controlled as well. Mm. But I think that Ray's smart enough that he's starting to put two and two together about some things. But also, my other thing is, if I'm mom, right, Mm. I I might be awful, but not as awful as her. (laughs) But if I was, the idea that they're playing tag here Mm. does set up as practice if they try to escape. That's all I can think of after we get the deal of letting them all go around and play tag. I think that this whole process with the mom and everything else involved, I think that they have gotten a little too high on the hog and they don't think that anything's ever going to be a threat because this is the idea of them playing tag, hiding, running away. That will serve them pretty well oh, yes. if they try to escape. Mm. And you see, too, that they're pretty good at it. They're smart. They think things through. And all it doubles that. as, you know, physical education. Yeah, and it's well. just there. I mean, when you're reading it, though, you're like, oh, they're having fun. This is great. Yeah, I mean, because carefree. even with the numbers, eh, who knows? I don't even know if this is our Earth, whatever. So maybe things are different. It just, though, it really points out if if it's me, it's pointing out things like Nazis and oh, how no. they would brand people. Eighty-six. Yeah, oh. yeah. And so I'm like, this is what that feels like. Yeah. Uh, but how do I know? This might not be that bad. <laughs> it might not be that bad to brand kids with numbers like cattle. Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, you, you have all this going down, and they're talking again about, you know, this gate and how, mm. and it's done. Seriously, is that the cutest thing of seeing Emma, Norman, and Ray as little kids? Oh, adorable. I mean, isn't it? Oh. oh, it's so great. Also, you realize... They're not big on changing hairstyles. <laughs> if you have a hairstyle at five, you will have that at eleven. Stick with uh, it. Especially Ray. He has that. <laughs> it's such, I, I hate to say the deal, but it, it is such a goth emo oh, look yeah. with Covered the hair the over eye. the one eye. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I wish my hair was that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they went off in secret to go check out uh, this gate, mm. gatehouse and things like that. And they see that there is kind of a house they're at the gate, but it looked abandoned. Nobody's there. And at that point of being little kids, they think that that gate is there to protect them, mm. not to keep them in. And, you know, they're talking about, too, what would you do if you got outside? What do you think the world's like? What would you do? And Emma, the kid, here's where she's a full gem. <laughs> I'm going to ride a giraffe. And you see her there. She's all excited. <laughs> and I like that, too, because. You kind of get the idea they're going to find out that things are a little more harsher in the outside but world. But then than all they've seen of it is probably like picture books from zoos and stuff. So that's all. That's what the outside world is to them, you know. Again, though, if I'm the teacher, mother, provide, I I wouldn't let them see yeah, these books because book. that's going to want. No, no. Yeah, I would write the like. I'd be my own author in here. And like, <laughs> it was a dark night. The kid went outside the gate. He was eaten. Oh, no. The end. But even then might be a little push towards what's really going on because that does happen. <laughs> but still, I mean, everything is great if you stay in the orphanage because the orphanage is paradise on earth and nobody could ever hurt you. The end. And then that's that's the love mom. Boom. Uh, just do that is what I would do. But, yeah, you end up having these kids also setting up that these kids are pretty smart mm. already. Like nobody really goes off to – do this but they're they're pretty spunky 
they, they want to do their own thing, they're free thinkers, all that stuff going on, uh, then to just, you know, what we find out is it's just awfulness that's going to come. Um, but yeah, you end up where they were told they're going to be doing And they keep talking about, you know, what's on the outside world, what's going on. And you do see the deal of, you know, wearing white all the time. But mm. when kids go outside and they get to wear different costumes. The you fancy know, outfits, going away outfit. And um, this actually goes to uh, that, what is it, to your eternity? Or oh. what is yes. the, I- the idea of, and this is like an animal farm thing too. Well, why don't the kids that leave ever write back? Oh, it must be because they're having so much fun. They don't have time to write letters. And oh. you're like, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right. That's that's a kid's thing. Well, we even here we get more thing. of the little, like, oh, I want to see the outside world. They want to wear the different clothes and they see the train, the trains and all this, you know? Yeah, all that. And they, it, but they're, they're interested in it. They think it's a paradise. But I, I, I guess the idea. And I'm I'm surprised they don't push the idea of it, but it might get even darker before us. The idea like orphans don't deserve to like you have to have a family to go see the because oh. it's a weird concept. Look, hey, you can't go outside the gates, right? But when you get adopted, you go outside the gates, and it's so great out there. Like, what is the back and forth of it? Is it bad mm. out there? Is there some sort of land they have the no man's land you got to get through the haunted forest? Why is it that they're being told? You got to keep in here or you'll die. But if you get a debt, you're fine then. And I think Mm. that that's why they have these mixed feelings about it, that the idea because of them being there all along, the idea of the outside trains and clothes, I don't think that they even put that together with the idea where you could just open the gate and everything's great. Or they would, you know, it it goes with getting adopted and going. That's almost the fantasy of it all, right? Yeah. And then you do see Ray, he's reading all the books in there. You see an elephant and stuff, so you're probably oh, right. Yes. They end up doing that, and he probably even talks about them. Hey, uh, you got to read this and stuff like that. Mm. At this point, he's a pretty much a loner. Um, but they end up playing, you know, tag. They end up having where Norman... And this Norman, is like extreme parkour tag. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, they, they're going goodness. at it. Because I think this is their biggest thing that they can do and mm. have fun. And But again, doesn't it lead you to think, like, if they do end up having to escape they're going to be pretty good because they even say we know the grounds better than anything we've been Mm. through this we've been playing the games and all and you do get that rundown of norman he's a genius who has by far the best brains ray is just as smart and as resourceful as well as knowledgeable emma has outstanding motor skills and her astounding learning ability allows her to follow the others to other too closely so you get that that deal there and then Mm. they're playing you end up having i like where ray is like talking shade uh, off at Emma because, oh, man, I want to win. Like, you never win. Norman is too much of a thinker for you. Like, <laughs> I like it where he's just there like, oh, get off your butt and start playing, jerk. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, have all this set up. And then you get even more like I could say by the end and knowing the twist, like, okay, did we go too far with this? Like, okay, we're going to flip the script here, and now we're going to go after Norman. We're all it, we're get, but oh. it does say, like, you'll never catch him. Again, he's really good, but you see that little girl again, and, and I'm telling you, it makes me want to cry again, because for some <gasps> oh. reason, just look at her at points, especially when she ends up a little later, she does get adopted, when she has the big panel up, but when I'm an adult, I want to be a mother like mom. It, just look at that. She is cute as a button. But she also looks a little slow. You know, I don't want to be mean, but she <laughs> does. You know what I mean? And she oh. even says, I'm slow. And and yeah. one of the most, I don't know, endearing things is somebody who is knows their faults and is not angry about them. Like, she doesn't seem to be like, you know, she says, I'm jealous of you guys. I wish I we got We never see her without a smile. Yeah, she's always happy. She's yeah. always, and then just to say. I'm going to grow up and be like mom because you even see her during this, you know, whole deal with the uh, hide and seek where she's mm. kind of getting involved. She just wants to be involved. And even like, is that so you're going to regret it? Saying to Norman, this one kid's young, we're going to catch him. This is your last game after all, Connie. And she's like, okay. And she's, oh, yeah. And the, oh, it is Connie's last day. She got adopted. She's going to leave. And you're like, Oh, look at how cute she is. She's so happy. Mm-hmm. She's going to go. She made a thing with a, a picture for mom. Drawing a little picture song. How evil can you be? 
to know what's going to go on and get this picture and hang it up on the wall. And do you think this is something, like, do you see that little gallery? Is this something she does with every kid? How messed up is that? I mean, it's that's so like, that's messed like a up. trophy wall. It is. Oh. Seriously. I mean, it, oh, my God. You, you get I tell C and that girl's going to fall in love with mom. She's awful. <laughs> Look at her. And then with that, you see the girl and, and it's such a difference because now she's dressed up in regular out, you know, mm-hmm. outside the wall clothes. Looks so cute, so happy. What do you think of my new clothes? She's so happy. This is one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever read in my life <laughs> with what happens because she is just nothing but happy, but not in a way of like, oh, man, I'm better than you guys because I got adopted this thing. Uh, she just is so happy and, and says, I have this bunny. And it's my most prized possession because mom made it. It's a, a one of a kind. Nobody else has this. I, I'm going to take it and it's going to be the best. And I'm going to be a mother like mom because even if I am slow and I wasn't as good as the test as everyone else, I'm going to make sure that I'm a good person like mom. I'm going to be like mom and be so good. And it's going to be the greatest. And they end up seeing it. And even with that, you do end up having uh, Emma kind of get a little upset oh there's teary eyes in all the crowds you know but she doesn't get mad at the point where like oh man why'd they take connie connie's an idiot you know it's just the idea of this is how it happens and we're gonna have to go soon and eventually i'll get my turn it'll be great i'll get my turn eventually because you have to go by the time you're 12 and it's just this little girl so happy to go out. And I'm telling you, when she's there and says she's going to be like mom, she has like a kind of a dull look in her eye. I'm telling you, I don't want to be mean, but she doesn't. It's just, but she's so cute. And she's not even looks like the bunny's smiling with her. Oh. And then they end up saying goodbye. And Emma walks into the, you know, the common room where they eat. And that bunny is sitting on the table. She forgot oh, no. it. And that's the best. It's like, it makes sense. You're like, Connie always does this. She ended mm. up having that big speech. I mean, she did have a speech to everybody about this. I'm never going to let go of my bunny. And, and then left it there and says, <laughs> I guess it's possible because she's so absent-minded. Even then, the little picture is her smiling. She's just <laughs> happy. And, oh, my God, what should we do? And this is the idea of should we try to catch Connie? No, she's already gone. How are you going to mm. get there? And then Ray comes in with the maybe she isn't gone yet because I saw a bathroom window that lights at the gate were on. And so they're like, okay. And Norman, again, Norman, he just goes with, like, he's real smart, but he just goes with the flow here. And he says, well, Connie would be happier if we ended up giving her this than later. So let's go meet her at the gate, even though they know they'll be in trouble. Mm. And it's, it's, this is where, you know, Uh things get real. Uh, because they have to break out of the door. It gives you the idea that, again, Norman's pretty good. He can figure things out. He says that a lock is like a puzzle box, and they end up going off to this gate. Now, the thing I like, too, is when they were little, they're looking into this nice little room and stuff. It seemed like the gate was like a nice little You get here, it's militaristic deal with gears and a truck. Oh, yeah. It's very dark. It's already scary. And they go in trying to find Connie. And I, I wasn't prepared for this. I really oh. wasn't. Uh, you go with it. Uh, right. I'm not crying. I, I swear, <laughs> Luke. But uh, no, but it's that's so the, heartbreaking. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. And this has been. This is what. This is page 37. Now, this is yep. we've been building up to this the whole time. Yeah. And but the, you never see it coming. You never no, see something this not dark. This dark. Like I this said, twisted. some of the things that you think are oh they'll get punished. Oh they'll do that. Maybe somebody oh. adopts. The other thing that's kind of a tell too in these stories is usually you'll have. Kids, uh, uh, prospective parents are here. Everybody get all gussied up and things. They, you never saw that. You never saw who she's going off to. There's not even a mention. Like, I'm going to be in Maine. I'm going to go to New York City. No, they're just leaving. And, yeah, what happens? Because they do find Connie. So, yes, they, there's this truck. And even, as you were saying, the truck is kind of militaristic design as well. And we see the truck. They, they're looking around. There's nobody in, like, the driver's seat or anything. So she's not... She can't find them inside the truck. So then Emma decides she's going to look in the back and maybe she'll just leave, you know, the little bunny there and Connie will be able to find it. And then she drops the bunny and Norman kind of looks around and we just see Emma shocked in her eyes and she says, Norman. And then we turn the page and in what is probably the most heart wrenching turn page of all time, we, we see 
and no smiles. No. Connie's dead body with like a flower with sticking a rose out. sticking out yeah. of her chest with, with so leaves all around disturbing. her. Disturbing. And the way that they make this, it's like, you know, you don't have Emma saying, Oh my god, is she okay? Oh my god, is there there's no coming back. She she's you know. dead. She is mm. fully just dead. And like you said, you have this little girl. And this is the thing that gets me is you have this little girl going, thinking that her, her life's just beginning, going with a smile, going also saying that she's kind of slow. So who knows what they led her into here that she mm. should have been able to see, but really she can't do anything about it anyway. And then you have a girl who we only saw with a smile every time, not with a smile. No. She actually even has a little bit of a frown. And the way that they have it where she's laying on her back, looking out into you know us and Norman and Emma. It, it just breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. It also shows you that they're going to be pretty paralyzed with fear at this point. So they better get to it because all of a sudden you start hearing people showing up. You know, this is something where they probably would have stood there for who knows how long in shock, but they have to react. And this gets so crazy because oh. they end up hiding under this truck. They have nowhere else to hide. But again, we saw they're good at hide and seek. They're good on their feet. They go under the truck with this going and. You end up with these voices that you don't know what's going on. It's like, hey, did you hear something? That nah, was probably your imagination. I think it might have been a cat. Huh, I'm going to eat that cat. You eat cats and they're like going. I'm like, I don't know where this is going. Like, who are these guys or gals talking here? And then we see that they're not guys and gals. <laughs> I don't know what they are. And it, it's, again, another shock. Oh, yeah. I'm still more shocked about Connie, but then this almost. In a weird way, horrifically explains something of how it went down and what happened. And now you're just like the idea, oh, my God, hide. Now it's not. It's get the hell out of there. This has gone beyond anything I ever thought was going on. (laughs) These are demon, monster, alien looking things that are horrendous and just long tongues and fingernails and stuff like that. And then they grab poor Connie. And, and again, if, if you're going to go with the idea of how nice and, you know, wholesome it seemed at the beginning, besides the neck tattoos, but they then shove her in a bottle with no care. I mean, this is like shoving a bunch of pickles in, in a jar. It's so inhumane. It's so bad. And it's so bad, especially that we know, again, that Emma and Norman had just seen you know, they're li- what Emma's, her little sister, even the way that she said they, they think of it, just shoving her in a bottle. And like human flesh is the best. Hey, what's going on? Hey, did you, who killed? And you have all these things coming down and then you end up like, uh, what's going on? Did they kill Connie? I have Emma trying to think of what this is. The other thing about this, though, is we're like, okay, well, mom is going to take care of it. It's like, mom will help us. And even they're afraid. They think that something's happened to that mom. mom is dead, stage. maybe. And that's yeah. the thing. You think that? Because I didn't. I'm like, you guys, you <laughs> kids, you've now oh. become adults. You oh, have geez. now gone past your young little lives. You, you better become an adult lost. very quick. Yeah. Oh. And because then you even have, like, the book and Emma thinks back because there's, you know, the fairy tales of monsters eating kids. And it is something that you have all those. The Grimm's fairy tales might as well be the cookbook of how to eat kids. And so then you have, I'm going to eat you. You have Emma. She's like, oh, my God, what was I doing? <laughs> uh, and so it is it is a great way of showing you that this is kind of like down to the basic deal of a child's worst nightmare is a monster under the bed or whatnot is going to come and eat you. It's real. It's happening. And they're they're not going to be able to save poor Connie, uh, but they have to do something. But like you said, they are worried about mom. Maybe mom's gone. And, and they start talking about all these things. The problem is, do you think that they realize because these demons are like, yeah, you know, we're at the farm and basically they were cattle. But then they start talking about like, who there's this high quality ones that are going to be coming soon. Do they? You think they realize it means them uh, <laughs> until like the very end where they realize we got to get out of here because we're going to die. But I mean, maybe Norman pretty, does. I, he could probably put two and two together because then they're like really talking about like a ceremony coming on. Hey, yeah. another six year old. Why are we shipping only out the normal ones? There's a lot of like paperwork stuff going right here about what the deal is. Also. 
you can start looking on the ledger and things and see that the top three ones are the 11 year olds with yep. the 194s like they are there and you you can see their scores and you can see how emma even improved like all that but they're the ones and that's the caviar that's the lobster tail that they're Ooh. waiting for the real high grade ones now with that I don't get it completely of the idea when they eat these things and these demons, do they get their smarts? Do they, is that what the thing is? Because mm. you kind of like have the idea where unfortunately Connie's like the veal, right? She hasn't gotten all stringy and stuff like that because she's young, but they seem to want to get that IQ. The, the IQ yeah. seems to be a big thing. Because they're all like technically free range. I, they are. Around, I mean, they're organic know? kids. Yeah. They are. But I, they like the brainy ones. So I do get that. I, okay, what are you doing? Are you getting their intelligence from them yeah. as well? And that's why, you know, Connie says, I'm slow. All right, she's six. Let's seven. Let's get her done. She's not going to get any better than this, and we'll just sell her off as a low grade. And that also breaks my heart again that poor Connie is just like that is the spam the to the others filet mignon. Like, oh. you know, let's just get that. That's And it's just it's bad, but if you think about it, I mean, they're on a farm. They even mm. say that, and I'm a, and if you're going to sit there and get upset about this, maybe maybe I have to start thinking about all the things that I do eat because I might be eating oh. a Connie tomorrow. You know oh, what I geez. mean? Like, there's that dumb cow that I'm getting. And, and so Are you it trying is, to vegetarian on this, I'm Jim? telling oh, you, it's, it's a way of kind of getting that roundabout deal of showing oh, yeah. you that when you're not the highest of the food chain, uh, the the worst thing though is that they're talking to somebody. Hey, what's going on with these normal ones? We got to get the high grade things. We got to get more money, whatnot. Okay, I understand. Oh no, it's mom. She's oh, in on it, and that's that's where. like the last. We have like three horror turn pages, and that's the last one because then you know they're banjacks. That know? makes the whole rest. And reading back yeah. through it again makes it dark, like you said. Then you you may not remember. When you get to this the first time of the idea, oh, thank you, Connie, for that nice little picture. Oh, my God. There you go. I'll, I'll uh -oh. Put that on the refrigerator. And now what? You want to be like me? Oh, my God. That's so nice. Give me a kiss, Connie. Oh, you're going to love your new life. Knowing that she was just, you know, a lamb to the slaughter. You know, and even then when you see mom there, all of a sudden she gets a little goth as well. Yeah. Uh, she, she's a lot darker. But, yeah, she's like, I'm looking forward. You know, the feed is in storage. I'm looking forward to the next time. Certainly, you can count on me. Mom is completely, completely bad. You see those big eyes again from Norman and Emma. They are petrified of what's going on. And now they know that mom is in with it as well. And then as a horror-type story, you get the, wait a second, I smell something from Ooh. under that truck. You're like, oh, no. They had <laughs> slipped out. You, you figured they would. They yeah. had slipped out and, and ran. And that's where, like, Emma keeps going everything's going around in her head about this you know demons are imaginary creatures uh, you know we're just this is a frustrating i don't know mom's usually gentle mom right you know, all these things but then farm shipping and like all oh, that whole deal and then that's where norman as i said seemed to have been just i don't know just walking through life in this that he's smarter than everyone ever when he says it was connie and he has that look on his face like even at that point you're expecting emma to be the one to break down and cry, even for what little we know, mm. and it, it it's it's also Norman. I mean, this oh, was yeah, somebody, it's yeah, him. yeah. And they run back, and there's Ray who comes out. Hey, how did it go? We didn't make it. And look at how pissed and yeah. angry Norman is right away. Like he is so angry. Uh, but the problem is, Ray's smart. You didn't make it. Well, where's where's the the bear? Or, you know, the, the rabbit the stuffed animal. Yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. come back with it. What, what's oh. going on here, guys? And I don't know why they just don't tell Ray right away. I mean, Ray is in the same position. I would say, like, he and he is already, like, you know, you don't want to break it to the little kids. Cause, but, like, Ray's, you know, Ray's, Ray's one on. of them, right? Yeah, uh, you know, knows. even with the idea that when Ray makes fun of Emma earlier, that's more of like a, a brother-sister yeah. thing. I mean, he's in tight with them. They're the trio. And I don't think that I got the idea from any of this that Ray would go and do something crazy. Ray would probably be the one that you want to tell right away because he'll be... And where I get Ray, because it's a weird deal where you have Norman and Ray, and they say, Norman's the smartest. 
Well, Ray's just as smart, but he, I think that what you have is Norman probably is the guy who will come up with this plan, right? Oh, this is the best plan. I think that you need Ray there to pick through that plan to make sure it is the best plan. I think that Ray would be able to pick some things out like, well, you say to go here, but that wouldn't be good. And let's go there. And then Emma's just there to, you know, go, go with the flow and end up being, you know, charging forward if you need something physical. Ray being there, you know, to see them as they return. Yeah. You know, that's that shows that maybe like he because did he know that they were going? You know? Yeah, yeah, they said. And he was oh, sitting yeah. there and he ended up because remember he was the one who said, Hey, uh the yeah, there was on. a light on. They're like, yeah. We're gonna go, but he didn't go because he seems to be he seems to be a thinker, not a doer. Mm. Uh, but he's good at the thinking, it seems. Again, most yeah. people be like, We know what happens or whatnot, but this is what I'm getting um hmm. from all this. But yeah, it it like you said, it's horrific. It is so horrific what is going on. And yeah, you, know, you find out that you know your food. You're there on a farm being raised and and having all these things and seeing mm. Connie, seeing her in a jar. And this is the stuff that keeps popping up now. Uh, and it is funny the idea where they're thinking like this place is a farm. You see mom, she's feeding the pigs and things or whatever. Oh. But one little thing can turn your perception of reality backwards. I am I'm food. I'm the pigs. <laughs> I'm oh, no. the food. I'm the pigs. And the other thing as well is that now mom has the rabbits, so she knows. Yeah, they know that somebody was Uh-oh. there, and she can only think it would be one of the three yeah. or whatever. Because, yeah, that one demon found the the bunny under the car and, and get rid of it. And so they end up where right away, though, look at how mad. Like, Norman has been pissed. Like, oh, yeah. when he really, like, they were in shock. When he's like, that was Connie. That's it. He's, we're getting out of here. Don't play Let's games. get out. We have to get out of here. And, you know, you have that thing. They've been pushed with the idea. You don't know what it's like outside. As you see Connie being, you know, dead again. Mm. And uh, But in order to survive, we have to escape. And, yeah, Norman says, I'm going to pull it off. The three of us, including Ray. Should be able to, we got to get out of here. And that's the thing. Mm. If it is just Norman and Ray, they probably would have been in a better, better shape to get out of there. They themselves. could have probably skipped the next like, day. They would have left and gone and probably, you know, may have made it, whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Emma's not going to leave and reminds them. That's Norman's thinking logically, not with his heart. Emma's very emotional. And she says, we can't leave. We can't let the rest of these kids. And the way that it plays out is so well. Because most of them are like five yeah. and six, and you can't do that. You can't just leave them. And yeah, I'm just like, I don't want any of my family to die. And I'm like, it's not possible. Don't worry. We'll all escape from here together. And I thought that that was a crazy way, you know, to end as they're discussing how they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norman smiling, making. Do you think that is genuine from Norman? I don't know. He might be kind of like, we'll just go and find <laughs> a you know, safe face. Yeah, yeah, but they, this is what I said earlier, where all the lies you were told, you don't know they're lies, so you're going, but one little thing, and, and this isn't little. I mean, you could have a little thing happen that ends up breaking down the walls. When you end up seeing that your, your little quote unquote sister goes off to her new life and she is slaughtered and put in a jar to eat, then everything's down. You can't trust, and they say, we can't trust anybody. We can't. We need a strategy. We got to think of this as playing tag. Uh, I need to find a way for all of us to survive. And they're, they're trying to think of that now in a weird deal, too. It, it, didn't it seem weird? Like one last twist? That it's 2045 the year. <laughs> and so you're probably going to find out that there is no food, that the world has been kind of run down oh. and all this stuff. We didn't go green fast enough. Uh, <laughs> but it does give you that twist to be like, oh, my God. And then you have mm. that circle on the day. Oh, Connie geez. with the oh. little bunny. I'm like, are you trying to kill me here? Twist I mean, the seriously. Oh, so good. It, it is, and it's good on just a surface level read that ends up really wrenching you when you find out these things. And oh my God, you want to know why that's going on. They give you like just enough, but not enough so that you want more. Uh, but reading it through the second, third time, whatever, you really see how smartly played it was through the whole deal because of the idea of things that were set up that the you didn't realize ups. they were setting up. 
Yeah. Uh, the idea, like I said, they're playing tag. That's going to help them oh. end up where Connie's slow. We don't really know what that means. It seemed like an endearing thing to, oh, man, look at her. She's so happy. And yeah, she's not the smartest, but she she smiles throughout the oh. whole day. And we find out that's why she was like all of that just kills you. And now I'm mad because when <laughs> you told me about the anime, I really want to watch it because this really really intrigues me i like the characters a lot it does what we always want you you get the bit of the story a mystery by the end of what's going on in the whole world but i like all the characters big characters yeah. especially connie r.i.p <laughs> connie we hardly knew ye oh. uh but it does such a good job of that yeah. and now i realize if i do start watching the anime um it's going to get crappy by the I second season. You could get away with season one. And season one even ends, like, it ends not at, like, a definitive ending, but that could be, like, close the book to a certain extent, where you, you could just forget about it. Just to two. me, it's almost like you're watching, a, uh, you know, your, your favorite sports team. Yeah. And you get to the playoffs, and then you stop. Yeah. I mean, you may end up not getting your heart broken because your team doesn't make the, you know, the Super Bowl or the championship, or whatever it would end. be. Yeah, you want to go to the end. Yeah. And now you tell me the end stinks. Uh-oh. <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined it for me. Uh, don't, don't listen to me. What do I know? I mean, I haven't even seen it. So, I mean, take it all with a pinch of salt, you know. That is true. I do like salt. It's not good for me. I'm supposed there to limit go. it, but yeah. I don't care. They often. What, what are they, going to freaking rule my life? I mean, really. <laughs> I'll do what I want. Yeah, you, you ain't cattle. Jeez. Yeah, really. I ain't no food. You don't have the tattooed numbers. <laughs> oh, my I, goodness. I'm telling you, I'd be in this place. I'm the only adult there because they don't <laughs> want to eat me. I'm like, I'm so bad. I'm like, what's that? We go off to get eaten? Well, why isn't anybody eating me? Like, I find out oh. all the thing. I'm not being adopted all right, but why aren't they eating me? I feel really bad. Well, what's so bad about me? Like, shut up, fatty. Get in oh, the yeah. pen. <laughs> uh, like, all right, whatever. I'm a oh, good geez. boy. I'm, I, I end up figuring... Maybe if I draw a picture of me and mom and give it to her and make a big speech, they'll take me. They still don't take me. Like, oh, she puts in the trash. Oh. You don't look good. Ah, uh, yes, right in the trash. She's like, we're not hanging this one up. <laughs> oh, mom. I'm like, oh, God, where are the demons? Please. Oh. I, I can, I'll tell them that I'm good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, overall, I'm a 9.5 for this yep. first chapter. It, it's that good. It, mm. it really is. And, again... I went in, had no idea what was going on. That's what really impressed me. Like, you went in blind. I went in blind. I had no mm. idea that by the end, I had no idea that this turns into demons eating kids. No yep. idea. But yet, when I'm reading it, I started seeing some things that weren't mm. real kosher. Okay. And like I said, usually in these stories, it just devolves into mean foster mom who is getting a paycheck for raising kids, but she doesn't give them anything. I wish She's, it was that. Yeah. I, I mean, wish really, it was that I'm easy. I'm telling you, if you have a bunch of, you know, orphans dancing around and singing songs and things oh. like that, just wait. And, you know, the worst will be is if, and even reading it at the beginning, I'm like, okay, what I think this is going to be is that Emma seems so cute, but for some reason, Nobody's going to want her adopter, and she's going to end up where Ray and Norman get adopted, and she's going to try to sneak out so she could be the family. I'm like, please, I wish. <laughs> I wish that was that. I mean, oh, my God. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, it, it threw me. That, that page turn, it, it threw me bad. And like you said, and I'm glad, you know, a good thing you brought up, the elusive samurai the, the twist and the awfulness was just out of nowhere and didn't need to be there. And what we're saying is the one girl in it was just pretty much said she was raped and killed. Yeah. And it, it threw you off in a bad way. Like, it I was don't like know. the shock like, factor. It's like, I don't know that I want to read this. This, this is oh, yeah. kind of making me feel dirty. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. It doesn't, Turn it makes off. me feel bad. But like I said, when you get to the twist here, you want to transport into the book and grab those kids and run. And oh. again, the the problem is then if you do that, I go into the book, we start running, I get winded, I'm eaten, but at least then I'm like, you kids get the freedom. <laughs> That's the demons eating me. Oh, save Connie. And maybe that would be it, but it doesn't happen. But yeah, oh. uh, and boy, that mom, evil, mm. pure evil, what mm. she's doing now. Just as, a, again, I don't want to get too much. I even said to you, and that'll lead into what we were talking about earlier. Uh, the idea that, you know, crazy idea. Hey, I think this is going to happen. It's kind of a silly thing to do when you're, mm. it's almost like I'm live tweeting happy days from 1978. <laughs> you, you can find out, but all people TV shows. 
actually to me looked like she wasn't fully on board. Oh. She looked like she was being told to do this, and if she doesn't, she'll get hurt as well. And I'm hoping she wasn't possibly, happy about it. I'm I'm possibly you know hoping that by the end of this sort of escape and getting oh. into the the book that she may have a twist and is redeemed a little. She'll never get oh. full redemption. Uh, there's no way for what she's mm. let happen, but mm. maybe she can do something mm. to, you know, make up for some of the things for at least these three kids that we love, hopefully for all of them, but I don't know what the hell these kids that's are going to do. That's an optimistic outlook. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping. I, I don't know, though. The, what, are they going to be a roving band of toughs if they get out there, <laughs> these little kids? I mean, really. Um so yeah, I'm, I'm, and that's the other thing. What's the world like if they get out? And what's yeah. going on? Because we see what we think might be going on. I don't think it gets better outside those gates. Oh. It's just that they kept that. Maybe that's the thing. They've been telling the truth. You can't get out, but it's more for a benefit of theirs yeah. because they want to, we're going to control the killings here. Uh, but you'll still get killed if you go out. Like so there'll be kill. trouble. That'd be real trouble. Well, you know, ignorance is bliss and like they're living a happy life until, you know, they, the beans got spilled. Mm, they did. But didn't mm. they have a better 11 years than maybe me and you had? It, oh. Didn't they live a full life there? My playing, goodness. playing tag every day. Yeah, they have oh. tasks. But then you go play tag. I, I don't like tag. One of my <laughs> least favorite games ever. You'd be Ray. You'd be sitting on the tree. Yeah, oh. I would. And then I'd say, grow up. You jerks. They ended up, I said, Eric at work, they were playing tag the one day. They tagged me. I said, I guess this game is over. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. I'm not tagging anybody. I, that's all I need. An adult running around a, a warehouse playing tag and the boss comes out. Oh. Like, well, who did I hire? And then again, Eric's still working and I'm not. So what do I oh. know? Maybe he's a big fan of tag. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but you're, you're nine five as well. I'm nine five. I think, yeah, I think it, this is does, it takes all the boxes. Like you were saying, it has like those big character moments. And like nice bit of action, and I really, it's like those twists, those like the three page turns. I'm I I can't think of a better or like a more I don't know like emotional heart wrenching first chapter. It was I've read recently. Like this this one really, and all that like you are almost compelled. Like you gotta read the next chapter. You know what's you know? funny too is because a lot of things you can go with, a lot of things that will tempt this, and and you do set it up to have it ha with having kids because mm. if you seek it but this never felt forced to get that twist it mm. never felt over the top it never felt like oh my god they just did that to get you know get our feelings and go it it's so well done because it's a natural progression things do get a little wonk like not wonky but they they start to feel like something's wrong here twisted go. Yeah. And lets you kind of ease into that something's wrong so that you come up, like I said, the worst possible things that you could think of aren't as bad as what yeah, happens. So it's still a shock. And the shock then is like, oh, my God, like, I wish that it was what I thought. And that's that so, so well done. So, yeah, I give this full kudos. Oh, please go over to our Twitter and sign up or you know, follow us yes. at Weird Manga. If you follow us, we'll follow you back. Then you can really get, you know, the pulse on the streets that Ooh. write to us with suggestions and things like that. Also, go over to our regular Patreon deal, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga, where you have a bunch of things going on and all of that stuff. And if you can rate and review us, that'd be great. All that wacky stuff good Is stuff any, anything else am i missing anything i think that's it all right well that is it thanks everybody and we will talk to you next week